Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live and you will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Many of you don't know me, and perhaps that's just as well. Many of you have known me now for quite some time. My friends and family, brother seminarians, father priests, many have known me for years, decades, some my whole life. And without your kindness and your love, your prayers for me, I would not have reached this day where I stand before you, a deacon of Holy Mother Church. I imagine that few people in Samaria knew Philip when he preached to them about Jesus Christ. But they paid attention to him because of the signs he worked and because of his testimony. Now, I'm no Philip. I do not come working signs and wonders, casting out demons or healing the paralyzed and crippled. Yet I would have you hear the word of God as they did. And when they heard it, they believed in the Lord. I find this astounding. Philip, who was ordained a deacon weeks, maybe months before, here preaches, perhaps for the first time, after seeing one of his closest friends and companions, St. Stephen, stoned and killed in Jerusalem. This sparked the first persecution in the church, and the Christian people were scattered throughout the region. And Philip finds himself in Samaria, a foreign land, with 
perhaps people hostile to his people. And yet he preaches with confidence, knowing that the Lord is with him. And we can see the effect from, from the reading, the first reading today. And why did St. Philip, Philip preach? Except that he was commissioned by the apostles as they were commissioned by the Lord to go out to all the world and tell the good news. Consider for a moment that the church was founded on the witness of the apostles who were filled with the Holy Spirit in order to preach to all nations what God has accomplished in Christ Jesus for our salvation. How beautiful that they did not refuse to preach the word of God. Now I am not an apostle, yet I too have been commissioned to preach the gospel. I stand before you today a deacon of Holy Church, a servant of our Lord Jesus Christ, having been ordained to holy orders just this Friday. I feel not at all equal to the task of proclaiming the gospel, but woe is me if I do not preach, for this mission has been entrusted to me by the bishop, and for this purpose did I promise celibacy and obedience to the bishop, that I might serve the Lord and his church and you. Therefore I come before you with what little I have, and even that is not my own, for I have received all from the Lord. All that I have of worth is from him. So hear now, all you who fear God, while I declare what he has done for me. I am ready to give an explanation to you since you ask for a reason for my hope. My hope lies in this, that the Lord sees us that he hears us, that he knows us, and that he answers all those who call upon him in their need. Brothers and sisters, God did not leave me in my vanity and stubbornness of heart. Rather, he heard my cry and rescued me from sin and death. Blessed be God who did not refuse me or my prayer or his kindness. I stand before you a deacon today because of the power of prayer. I could have not discerned my vocation without it. I remember some years ago, I sat where some of you sit now. Yesterday was graduation here at UW-Madison. And I remember as a senior in college, facing the daunting realization that I was to go out into the world. And I didn't know what I was to do with myself, but I felt this call in the depths of my heart from the Lord to deepen my prayer life, to ask him what he wanted me to do with my life. And so I asked some priests that I know and respect for, for advice on how to pray. And they gave me different advice. And soon I found myself on my own trying to learn how to talk to the Lord in prayer. And early on, I heard this small voice say, what if God wants me to be a priest? And at first I didn't like the idea at all and I ran away from it. But over 
the course of that year, I felt that I lost all my joy and all my peace, and I wanted it back. And it was about that time that I was introduced to a priest by the name of Father Eric Nielsen, who, at the drop of a hat, asked if I wanted to come work for him here at St. Paul's. <laughs> and I had no idea what the job was, but I immediately said yes, and I think at the prompting of the Holy Spirit, because I soon found out that the whole goal of this student center is to teach students how to pray, how to have a daily habit of prayer. And so I came here to St. Paul's, and I spent the next two years here in the pews, asking the Lord to teach me how to pray. And I, and I told him when I started out, Lord, I'm not ready to say yes to the priesthood yet, but I want to learn how to pray. And if I learn how to pray, and I still feel that you're asking me to be your priest, then I will do it. And the Lord has blessed me since then. Brothers and sisters, if you have not yet begun to pray, do not fear. The desire itself is a gift from the Lord. None of us knows how to pray as we ought, yet listen to the promise our Lord makes to us today in the gospel. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth. This is the Spirit of whom St. Paul spoke in the letter to the Romans who helps us in our weakness when we do not know how to pray and intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God who searches the heart knows what is in the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. God searches our minds and hearts for indeed all things are bare to him who created all things. Thus God hears and knows our prayers, and he does not fail to answer them. Whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him in the depths of his heart, in the quiet stillness of his heart. Dear friends in Christ, he reveals himself to us in the quiet of our hearts. And so it is necessary that we quiet them in order to hear what he will speak in us. At the same time, we must never allow ourselves to become discouraged and to leave off prayer. The most important thing, as I learned here at St. Paul's, is simply to keep showing up Keep presenting ourselves before the Lord. Keep opening our hearts before him. And we have many intercessors. We are surrounded by a host of witnesses. Some of the saints here in St. Paul's. And most importantly, our Blessed Mother. I can't tell you how many times I've knelt before this image in this chapel. I love the Sistine Madonna. She looks so gently upon us. 
and intercedes for us so that we can come to know her son. So let us turn to our mother on this Mother's Day and ask for her intercession that by her prayers we might receive the Holy Spirit and that his peace might remain with us.